Hey guys, we're back from our July 4th break with another episode of Brain Dead. Stay with us, we've got a lot ahead. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey guys, welcome to episode 4 of the CBS series Brain Dead. We are back after a July 4th break. It's good to be yeah. back. It was a nice yeah. it was a nice little vacation. I hope you guys enjoyed your uh, 4th of July. We got episode 4 for you. Wake up grassroots, the nine virtues of participatory <laughs> democracy and how we can keep America great. By encouraging an informed electorate. Say that three times fast. Please and thank you. So, so yeah, we, it was an interesting episode, a lot of developments. Uh, so this is a, it's an exciting uh, night for us. So I am Kevin Ellis. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Kevin Ellis or on Instagram at Kevin Ellis twenty five, and I am joined by Courtney Henderson. Courtney, that's me. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Cohen C O U H E N. And the lovely. I'm, of course, Lucretia Lyon, guys, and you can always find me at L A C R E T I A L Y O N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. All right, all right. Well, one of the most exciting developments is that our love triangle has officially arrived on this show. Did we think that it was actually going to come this early? I did not, but I did expect his infection. (laughs) (laughs) See, I didn't expect that. I would say I, I expected the. The romance more than the infection. I would agree with Courtney. And and yeah. I would have said I wouldn't. I'm not surprised to see the, this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was surprised to see it right out the gate. Like there yeah. was no foreplay introduction, whatever you will, to them. You just they're just in the bar. I thought they were working mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. until they get up. To, she gets up to the bar with Gareth, who right. of course is always or also there. Uh, on a date. <laughs> of course. Uh, but I felt like his date wasn't really a date. It was like a work date. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like... It, he still he's had not, sex with her, but... Which I feel like it's more of a work date. I don't think he really, like, sleeps around with people he actually has feelings for. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. No. I yeah. wouldn't think so. Not that he's like... Uh, that makes him sound like a horrible person. But, no, I no, meant no, that as I, a nice thing. I just... No, no. I just think that he... What was surprising to me in was how we just got from episode three, where there was this romance that was budding between Gareth and Laurel, and we were very excited mm-hmm. as viewers uh, to see that this uh, that these two characters, the two shining, glimmering lights in what is a very dysfunctional Washington mm-hmm. D.C. in this show, uh, kind of you know find one another, and for it to kind of uh, lessen in a way, just so suddenly. I was a little See, disappointed. I don't but. feel like the their storyline is any fainter or or like has faded at all. I sort of feel like this episode they're showing him kind of business as usual. What mm-hmm. he was like before he met her. Obviously that bar is like his place. He took Laurel yes. there. He did not expect her to show up there <laughs> or to be there. Uh, so I kind of I think it's kind of like his place. And so I think this thing with the reporter is something that he probably does somewhat regularly. Maybe not taking him home or going home with him often, but I just sort of felt like you're kind of getting a little glimpse at life before Laurel. It's kind of, was kind of my take on it. Yeah, I would agree with that because I feel like 
Gareth probably hasn't really liked someone in a long time, so mm-hmm. that's why he hangs around someone like Misty, who's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And while he likes her, it's more tends to be like, you know, as we say, sort of a friends with benefits is what it came yeah. off as, not like he feels about Laurel. And I don't yeah. think she, uh, the reporter, I, I didn't catch her name. Um, uh, Misty. Misty, yeah. Misty okay, yeah. thank you. I, I didn't get the impression Misty thought it was anything different than Gareth. Like, I don't think uh, yeah, she don't felt think like... So. Like, I think mm-hmm. this is almost like their normal Thursday night or, you know, whatever. Sure. They have somewhat of an mm-hmm. arrangement. Um, they help each other in business mm-hmm. professionally when they can, and then they kind of get a little side perk. Mm-hmm. That That's sort of what it felt mm-hmm. like yeah. to me. Yeah. And so I think it kind of threw him off when Laurel was there, and it was a date. I didn't think it was a date, but... They get up to the counter and they're ordering the drinks and the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, she doesn't say, "Oh, I'm just here working." So I was like, "Oh, mm. it's a date. It is a date." Mm. Whoops. And, and what surprised me was that there was no mention whatsoever of a thank you if, mm. to the previous episode uh, when, because mm-hmm. in many ways Anthony got her out of that situation with the FBI interrogation. Oh yeah. And that's right. that was one thing I was looking for is oh you know thanks again for bailing me out because they hadn't had an interaction since then so I just figured okay this is possibly why they're meeting it's not just a sole date. But I think we're led to believe that. It was just a flat-out date. Let's just pretend that she said thank you. Let's and pretend. he said that. Well, no, I mean, and, and, and he said, well, if you really want to say thank you. That sounds sleazy, but, you know. Like, if you go really want to say, say thank you. Thank you, you know, I'll take it. You know, but that conversation is what led to the date. I Be- see because, that. Because they don't give us that. Yeah. I mean, they don't even give us the beginning of the date. They don't give no. us anything except they're, like, mid... I mean, they're on their second drink mm-hmm. kind of a situation. So... Uh, so that's you know. what do you think about Laurel bringing him to the same bar that she was <laughs> with Gareth at? Because I think that's a little bit yeah. nicer than the other way around. Kind of, yeah. Because, like I said, I think that's his bar. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was. I I was a little surprised. I, and I right when we got into that bar, <laughs> is that the same bar? <laughs> and sure enough, it, it ended up being so. So, so Gareth he walks in. He's you know he's. Very confused by the situation. They leave pretty peeved. They're both... (laughs) I would say that Gareth, as you were mentioning before, I think he was a little bit more taken aback by the whole situation. Um, But Gustav then shows up out of nowhere. Yes. Making the the whole situation even a bit more confusing. And he brings his cat along. And now... And so the the dates end. You know, they go their separate ways. But... He finds a way to bring uh, Laurel back with him to get a cat scan. I love that. <laughs> that was Pun so... intended. Yeah. <laughs> so now that they're finding out more information um, about this, that they, A, the eardrum is ruptured, and in doing so, they lose a bunch of fluid out of, uh, out of their brain, and they lose balance and hearing in one ear. What did you guys think about this revelation? Though it seemed a little bit, you know, obvious, it is interesting to see that they do have some kind of symptoms that are apparent to just a normal person. Well, for me, frankly, I was a little freaked out because I am deaf in one ear. Really? I have less balance. Is that new? Has that been since Brain Dead started? uh, No, luckily it's been for years, I guess I should say. Luckily, that's not really (laughs) I know what you meant. I've been infected by bugs for years. (laughs) (laughs) Is this show based on you loosely? I think so. (laughs) Did you ever live in D.C.? No. (laughs) Alright, then you're safe. It's classified. (laughs) Ah. Nice. I like that. 
Well, so so I was a little uh, I was a little surprised uh, by that. But as we see throughout the rest of the episode, I don't know if it was a little apparent throughout the previous episodes. I wasn't noticing a lack of balance amongst uh, the characters. I don't know if this is just a new addition, just to make it a little bit more reasonable for us to kind of see or for Laurel to play Nancy Drew and figure it out. but you've got uh, the donor Luke and Ella meeting, in, you know, in on Capitol Hill, and it's becoming more apparent that the current situation with the government shutdown is now hitting those with with money. It's becoming a problem. The guy's losing yes. four million dollars every five seconds or so. So. Luke agrees to be rid of the National Endowment of the Arts, which really ticks off Ella for whatever reason. I'm sure that, I mean, of course, I cherish the arts. Uh, we all cherish the arts. Yes, but it is something that they uh, felt was easily disposable. Um, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. They were kind of put in a situation Luke, where, like, well, there's Luke three, choose a, one. So yeah. mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that of they were the just bunch. like... Hey, 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 let's shove that out the door, sweep that under the rug. But but I know what you mean. I mean, obviously, he had 40 seconds, and that's the one he chose to call out. So right. so things are getting more contentious just mm-hmm. uh, bet- between Democrats and Republicans, and even inter-party, things are heating up. As we saw at the beginning yeah. of, the, of the episode, things are heating up, uh, even amongst uh, normal people who are infected. So Ellen Red, they get a little bit more aggressive in their meeting with one another. <laughs> yeah. The pencil moment with Tony Shalhoub was awesome. Oh my awesome. gosh. That, yeah. I mean, he was so surprised it, it broke. <laughs> She's just, oh, <laughs> so brilliant. Well, then a lot of pencils. This is how strong we are. <laughs> just chucks them. <laughs> Um, and I thought it was interesting. Ella was like, this is how strong I am. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll see more, because he said we, she said I. They're both kind of playing a one-man oh, show-type yeah. yeah. game at this point. Well, what do you think of the aggression between them, even within inter-party? Uh, things are definitely taking a turn. Yeah, yeah, especially, like, with that opening scene of just those two strangers, like, yelling at each other. like, And then also with the inter-party, as you said... Everyone is, like, ramped up so high, just sort of how, you know, it's very telling of the time we're in now. It's like people are the most passionate right now, and they're angry. And just like the characters on the show that are infected, it's, like, unreasonably angry. Truthfully. Yeah. Yeah. And you're seeing a little bit of planting by Gareth and Red to try and create this grassroots organization that's going Mm -hmm. to be very similar to what a... I don't want to say similar because it's a lot more, a lot more right wing lunacy than you we have yeah. in contemporary politics. So I'm not going to even make any comparisons. Almost no. Don't know if you can even call it no because right they wing, start you know, considering yeah. serious. We're, they we're start considering bombs, murder. Yeah, we're so. just going to put all of the you know ways to make bombs. It's already on the internet. It's not illegal to just group the information. They go so we can kill them. Hard right. Well, I mean, so at the end, I know this is bouncing around a little bit. When it. he says, Red says, "You're dead." When he finds yeah. out, I'm like. He's talking about the bombs that he's going to go look up on the internet yep. and make. Yep. That's, what, I mean, it was a literal dead. It wasn't just uh, metaphorical. I didn't think. I think he really meant, like... Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, you're going to die. I'm going to find a way to make you dead. And I do want to get to that a little bit later, because that is so, big. But, yes, this is becoming very contentious. Uh, but, I mean, and we see uh, Gareth, like, realizing, I think... He's realizing his own them. fault. Yeah. yeah, he's lost them. Like he has no 
control or say so about them at all mm-hmm. and his own words get backfired on him as far yeah. as the whole well, you know we can't really coordinate mm-hmm. and boy does he wish he could you know <laughs> swallow those words and start over and on the other end of the spectrum you have a less coordinated effort but you have a interesting liberal radical that shows up <laughs> who I could not tell you his name if you guys know from our uh, from our Live chat time. room uh, the gentleman's name at the beginning of the episode who goes bonkers uh, with Laurel and he's talking he's pretty Noah much saying something. Like, yeah 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 he's trying to Noah, just oh yeah. Noah Noah yeah. yeah he's saying that you know you pretty much you are the enemy if you're not with me wherever he is right <laughs> I don't know where he is because he's too busy up, swinging a knife yeah. to like say where he is. Exactly. So we get to that point where I mean, we can jump ahead to this. I mean, he just yeah. wanted the arts. He didn't want the arts because that was the thing. Theater, you know? <laughs> we find out he is a failed actor, yeah. and this is his uh, this is his story. But no, he he goes on up and he he's got a butcher knife to him, and I have to say, well, ladies, I don't know. I was a little. Uh, I I was. Interested by the fact that they mm-hmm. actually included that uh, the mm-hmm. element of the uh, the rape button. That was pretty cool. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. did not know that existed. I didn't either. We're yeah. gonna have to check and see if it's like a real. I'm sure yeah. it's a real. thing. I'm sure yeah. it's a real thing. Um, um, pretty. Cool. I have to bring this up. Go for it. So, uh, it looks like Starman nine thirty four says, "Is it possible Anthony is infected? Isn't infected at all? He could be suffering from an injury back from Iraq. Mm, yeah, that could be. So I, it's one of those things. I feel like the kings are the types that would." Make yeah. that play on words. It's the, the cliffhanger at the end of the episode, so that could be you know. And we still don't. I don't know. I don't know that I really trust Anthony because we aren't really sure mm-hmm. if he's infected mm-hmm. or not. With that valid point being made, uh, you know, he says that in the Senate torture report they made. You know, he was really the whistleblower. He wasn't. Yep. You know, and so it's still kind of. I think up in the air, which side he's really on, you know, if he's telling the truth or not with Laurel. Well, between the three of us, if we were mm. to make a, a vote right now, who does believe that he is infected at this point? I. <laughs> See, I did, mm-hmm. uh, but I feel like with that point mm. and and my experience in watching their past show, sure. um, I'm going to go with he's not. They want us to think he is. Yeah. And Laurel's going to miss something else. Because she's trying to focus in on whether he's infected or not. See, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I just didn't think that he was infected. I think that it was just a just a throw in with the ear. Personally, I'm not seeing characteristics from him that and are showing that he's been place, infected. So then that would almost mean she might. You know what I mean? Possible. I mean, I guess in like in the timing that he was infected. Right. Is that what you're considering? Yes, okay. because there was not. She had no other sign until the deafness. In the morning, in the you know what I mean? Except for, to me, where I thought he might be infected was when he was at the site where Abby jumped off after meeting him and him wanting to interrogate her and get a CAT scan, mm-hmm. is when he said Stacy told him that she was depressed. So Stacy, who's infected, had obviously spoke to him. That is a good point. And then point. that's why I was like, yeah, he, I thought then he was infected, and then I it sort of gonna, confirmed it oh, later. Okay. Yeah. Well... Because, yeah, it's like if he talked to her and was weird after that. You know? It's possible, yeah. Yeah. I See, I didn't catch, I didn't put that together. That's a good point. Do you think, though, that that questioning came after the after the suicide? Yes, I think that Well, then, so that, I would just think that that would be yeah. over the phone, though. Yeah. I don't know. Those in our uh, chat room, please share us your yeah. thoughts. We're, uh, we want to know what you actually think in this moment because... 
uh, we're a little split on where he might be. Anthony's fate that is for uh, the current. Oh, episode, somebody so. said I don't think Anthony is infected. He drinks. Yeah, did he drink the wine with her? Because I know he drank at the bar, but that was before that. But did he drink the wine with her? Well, would her? that affect yeah. hearing in general? No, know. but they don't drink. Yeah, they, if you're infected, you quit drinking. Yeah, so that would be the thing. Is oh, Did he take yeah, a sip of wine or not? Purity. Yeah. 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 But you, I, you yeah. kind of were bringing up a good point in that Laurel did happen to fall asleep on the couch mm-hmm. while he did stay in the bed, which is typically a place where, where they, get they do get you. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's possible it's, too. Yeah. Though I just don't think that he's he's infected yet. But I think that whole storyline of him being infected or not is really going to be more telling of Laurel. It's the reaction of her questioning whether he is or not, and that kind of pursuit of finding out. That's going to be the interesting storyline, not whether Anthony's actually infected or not. This is true. That's how I feel. Um. So, during all of that, I mean, we skipped around a little bit, but Laurel and Gareth um, had some issues in that uh, Gareth did not trust Anthony. He's seeing him as Mm -hmm. a threat. Again, this love triangle, it's bringing Mm -hmm. a little bit more added drama. Um, We do see that Gareth ends up sleeping with Misty, and in doing so, he's... Again, he's on his laptop and he's thinking about Laurel the entire time. Yep. Which is again cute why I cool. don't think their their romance whatever no. has has faded at all. No, I because think that also, it is the end romance. He says anonymous and at first I thought he really meant it to be anonymous to her like he didn't want her to know, but then of course we see the money the amount being the 10 cents and so he's definitely letting her know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think I think looking back it's like he wanted her to know but he or to be able to figure it out, but he probably can't politically, like with work, show the connect. You know what I mean? It had to be anonymous, whether he cared about her knowing or not. Sure. For that reason, I, I, I think he definitely wanted her to know, oh, and yeah. that it had to be in a cute way because men are inherently romantic individuals. As That's we a lot all of know. money, though. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. Well, he's he is a Republican chief of staff, chief of staff a, now. Yeah, yeah. he's got the big bucks. Fair he enough. Is. Fair enough. Uh, like, Senate Majority Leader, that is. Oh my! No, he's not a Majority Leader because, because we have the other Majority Leader. Right, so what, he's which the, I thought he was. He's the Majority Whip. That's what he. Uh, that's yes, what and that's what Ella wants to be. Is it still? Seems, She's the minority whip at the moment. Yes. But it seems kind of unclear because it still seems like her and Luke are kind of always. They're like the they're together. Heads. That's what I mean. But yeah. but whenever there's that decision, it seems like they're both kind of there representing the whip position. Yeah. Because like neither one of them is willing to back down. This is true. This I mean, and true. I, I'll say I got to give it to Luke because he got he whipped the votes. Yeah, I have this to time, say this is he, the first episode I liked him. Yeah, yeah. Except then he's like, when Laurel calls, he's like, "Yeah, I'm pretty bitching." I'm like, <laughs> come on, dude. Pretty, that, that was, was cute, though. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, that's such a brother thing to yeah. say to say to your sister. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give it that really way versus like thing. the political like. like look what I'm doing, I'm awesome. sis. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Gustav, Rochelle, Dexter. That was that was a fun little interaction because we see. Uh, I like Dexter. Yeah. Dexter is a good addition. I hope mm-hmm. he sticks around. We'll see. Um, but <laughs> Gustav 
admits that he took pills 14 hours <laughs> oh later. Oh my god. To the that CD. was so funny. Uh, so good. He, to me, has become my favorite character and as cute as I think Gareth is. But yeah, Gustav is so entertaining. And I love this little thing he has with Rochelle. And then when Dexter comes in, I'm like, I don't know what way he swings. He was really interested <laughs> in him, too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that Gustav has now found his best friend in Dexter? I, I know, I think so. I think it's just a, you know, guy love between two guys. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. So. Uh, he brings up the fact that Dexter actually had a, uh, a I guess his thesis mm-hmm. was on screwworm mm-hmm. uh, eradication. So he has some kind of knowledge in this realm, which makes him valuable to us. Do I you, think some is a, is downplaying. Is it, it downplaying? I mean, okay. I've never written a thesis, but they're upwards of like a hundred pages. But do we... So, well, I'm just saying somewhat in that we don't know for sure whether or not these screw worms are truly the... I mean, let's assume that they are exactly yeah. what uh, the is Krama infecting Hama individuals. Hama. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. That. <laughs> so, Dexter says that he needs to see a human victim. So this brings into play Abby. Yeah. So they go on um, to Abby's place and they're seeing a lot more lot more problems with Abby. <laughs> she now, like, has this totally different looking place. Can we talk about the fact that she blatantly goes <laughs> when she says to Rochelle, yes. all lives matter, not just black lives. Oh my gosh. Like, opening statement. <laughs> and just, especially this week, it's like, poor uh, taste, man. Oh, uh, it was, that was, yeah, that was, and we have to, this episode was w- w- uh, written way in way advance. Before, yeah. Um, but this week has been a, I don't know that if they could have done that, that they would have changed it. I don't think that they would change yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think so. everything was fine. I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Who because knows what it Rochelle's still makes reaction the point would be? Because I mean that there are still people with that same mentality. Definitely, you know oh, what yeah. I mean. So I think, and that's kind of what the kings do. Yeah. So and it had a stronger point because of the week. Exactly. Yeah. I think so too. I think that I don't. There's no way that they should or would take it out. Uh, I just thought that it was a, a funny, uh, interesting uh, addition to that. So Rochelle Laurel. Uh, and Anthony then meet up knowing that Abby is in a place where she is not willing to come on her own accord to get a checkup. So Anthony then heads on over, and we get the result of her walking over the ledge. I was shocked. Same. I honestly was like, as soon as he got there, I'm like, something bad's going to happen. She's either going to, she's going to kill herself, because that's the thing is they don't want them to know what's going on. And so I but guess how I, does she? Yeah. I feel like does she know she's infected? I don't think people know they're infected. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the weird part of it. Is it's it's hard. But I I also was shocked. That's about the last thing. I mean, I, I thought it was going to be a fight. I thought he was going to have to forcefully or like get more people come uh-huh. back. You know, in a more of an arresting or at force type of way, get her to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I did not in any way see herself killing herself. But to me, it's just it really came down to like the resistance with the other people, how their heads have exploded because you know they're resistant. So this is them again trying to avoid that detection, since obviously the people who are fighting it, you know, they'll kill them immediately because they'll be able to fight them off. But people like Abby, they're just sheep that go off the cliff. <laughs> Right. Well, that was an interesting yes. analogy. Um, but Laurel is obviously broken up over this. She 
comes on over to the scene of the incident and she is uh, in tears. Anthony is uh, thankfully conveniently. there. Conveniently. Yeah, <laughs> conveniently is a proper word. Uh, to console her <laughs> in the moments. And as you said earlier, reveals that Stacy had informed him of her uh, depression. Right. Yeah, and to me, he watched that whole thing. That wasn't depression that was freaking out over this. And oh. that's why it just seemed very off to me. Being, I think yeah, Stacy. Yeah. I think Stacy's playing him in that sense. Yeah, uh, agree. I, I think it's the infection that's pro- like or not pr- promoting, motivating her mm. to cover it up and say, "Oh, she's been depressed." Which brings an interesting point because this was discussed between Rochelle and Laurel later in the episode when they're sitting down over their wine and cheese. Which anybody else noticed where the cheese was located? It's mm. like for camera's sake, it's hard on over on Rochelle's side, but mm-hmm. in no. I just found it funny just looking at the placement. She's got it like right next to her, and it's way on the other side of the table from Laurel. It's just, I don't know, it's a personal thing. It was an all camera choice, but it was pretty funny. Um, So they're talking back to what we were talking about. Uh, They were discussing how Rochelle theorizes that the two people could have, the two infected people could have coordinated with one another, being Abby and Stacy. I'm trying to think back at How moments. So? Well, in their story, just corroborating uh, I, whatever they were talking about. I don't know if you guys remember exactly what she, what Rochelle mentioned. Abby and um, and Stacy could have been coordinating over, but it was mentioned. Um, and I just I wanted to know what you guys thought. Have we seen in the past true coordination between infected people? Like a part, like yes, Ella and Scarlet. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is Scarlet, Scarlet. definitely starts Scarlet. working around? You see yes. that she seems to be the little worker bee coordinating all this. Because I mean, you've also seen her talking to other infected people, right? Yeah, you know, trying to. Yeah, okay. that I mean, that is probably the only one I can say I've seen. Yeah, I can't think of any other moment. But you're right. Yeah, Scarlet's the one. I mean, even tonight when she the vote, texts. she texts her about yeah. the vote. Yeah. So that is interesting. Which, as soon as you know, as soon as you saw her, you see Scarlet, see it on the vote on the television. My brain—I knew exactly what she was going to yeah. do. What exactly happened? The the thing that I was a little disappointed was that Ella saw it. I mean, I've never been on live TV, believe it or not, like mm-hmm. national debate, you know, show. So I don't know if you have your phone sitting on your desk when you're doing something like that. I kind of feel like you don't. I feel like your publicist or your manager or somebody has it off stage. Exactly. And they cut to break and then pull you out. You know what I mean? I think it was a little Um, So that part of it, I I really wanted them to just not have any clue. Mm -hmm. And and even um, Misty to like bring it live with them on air. That would have been great. You know what I, mean? I think like, that the text was a little, uh, yeah, a little out there, but it might have been for the sole purpose of Scarlet showing additional coordination, right. possibly. Yeah. yeah, showing that connection or what? Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Loyalty or you yeah, know, yeah. So that could have been the purpose, but no, I see where you're coming. But that, from that. you know, I just because it's just the obvious thing to have. She sends a text. Oh, Ella sees the text. You know, it just seems. Yeah, uh, too too obvious for me. So before we get to the uh, the vote, the Senate Majority Leader is showing that he wants to come on over to the other side, find some kind of solution to where they can 
end this government shutdown. So sequestering uh, is the solution, and they need to get a what. What happens? It's 10% cuts uh, after six months or something like that if no deal is made. So so they need to get some kind of vote on the floor. So they get three guys. Yep. They get three lone wolves to go on over and get a majority vote. And I guess you only need three votes for a unanimous consent vote. I haven't looked at parliamentary procedure at all on this yet. We haven't had much time to look I'm it up, but I'm sh- so I'm curious. Sure true. I'm sure it is. Right. Uh, just knowing... The way the kings write, yeah, and I mean how relevant and on it they are. I would be shocked that they would sloppily make up a law yeah, like that. Exactly. Like, I'm sure uh, code two six four is the actual code for that. You know right. what I mean? So right. Fascinating. I wonder if you need two sides of. I wonder what it actually does take if you actually do need leaders of the party because it was. It was the Senate majority leader on one side of the aisle, and then you did have the minority whip, even though Ella is... Is Ella or is Luke currently in the position, like, technically that, speaking? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think that it's still Luke as of now, because Ella's just challenging him, but yeah. I may be wrong. Can someone confirm? Yeah, yeah I know she room. challenged him, but... And I thought it yeah. switched. I mean, I thought her challenging yeah. him was basically her taking, but we've never yeah. seen a vote... Yeah. Like, truly putting Ella in the position. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that they have had a vote on the matter to so, uh, And then they both always show up. Right. So that's, I don't know if, if... But I would imagine that Luke probably wouldn't show up as much, or Ella would not allow him to show up mm-hmm. if he wasn't the whip. If she, you know, if, if she was fully in control there. I don't yeah, know, Yeah, because I distinctly remember in the last episode that it was, you know, when his affair came out with Scarlet, that you thought he was going to lose it, but then Laurel smooths it over, and I think, doesn't he win? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah. Because it seems like we, we kind of talked about how Ella found, probably in that meeting, mm-hmm. some bigger purpose... Exactly. You know, kind of like, okay, my agenda has kind of shifted. So that, yes. It's been a couple of weeks. I know. I know. I was like, luckily I just watched it today. No, that's good. That's good uh, memory. So so we got Luke, the majority leader, and then Senator Jim, a very lethargic uh, (laughs) gentleman who's in a wheelchair and falling asleep throughout. so Luke moves forward with a uh, another method of parliamentary procedure in that they have a 15-minute roll call. So an intercom goes throughout this uh, throughout the the Capitol, and a bunch of senators come on in and they start voting, and it wins 53-29. The government shutdown ends. Ironically. Ella and Red can't make it because of the government shutdown. So good. That was a great... Again, great acting by Tony yeah, Shalhoub. Yeah. I really love his character. Yeah, Rodriguez really is definitely a funny character. I'm enjoying it so much because it's so ridiculous and just so much like other people. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. think, then, that Red is truly coming for Luke in the coming episodes. I mean, he did say, you're dead, you're dead, like, very definitively. And, again, this was, like, the first time I really liked Luke was, like, all of his tactics this episode. You almost forgot he cheated on his wife. Yeah, his (laughs) pregnant wife. He's the worst. Almost. Didn't forget that. 
<laughs> but you have an interesting uh, you have a couple of interesting things going on in that the one wares now are gaining a little bit of steam in that because they of Gareth and Misty like he totally uh, you know oh, it's kind of a prediction I'll I'll save it but no I'm but working I thought, towards the I end I thought Go for it, it was interesting because I I don't I think he really thought he was doing the right thing because of who he is mm-hmm. in helping create this group that they could control, so I think he kind of felt like, okay, I can sort of funnel and filter as best I can the ideals and things, so it's not going to be anything outlandish or anything that I feel like is totally shady or corrupt. Uh, Little does he know, it's going to be completely out of his hands very quickly, Uh, basically in the first meeting after they've dubbed their kind of one-way founder. Mm -hmm. Um... And I think it's, yeah, I think it's, like, lost to the wolves at this point. I think he's going to end up fighting them more than than being with them. And I think, so my prediction is that there's going to become some tension between him and Red. Mm-hmm. Because Red is going to, I think, side with the one-wires. Mm-hmm. And that's going to cause some friction between him and Gareth. Because Gareth is obviously, like, you can't build bombs and, and kill the Democrats. Right. Like, what do you mean defend the country against... Against uh, who? Like, uh, people? Who, yeah, exactly. you know, just the, the Democrats? The, the, what, the, the taxpayers and naysayers? Is that what they yeah. say? Like, <laughs> like, these are very... Just kind of... Like, thrown out there, somewhat subjective type. These, these ideas so. are supported by Red, and as you said, it, it is a fair prediction to think that he is going to end up leading this cause. And yeah. it's, it is interesting to look at the, the creation of the Tea Party over yeah. the last several years mm-hmm. and how some of the politicians lost control of the message, and some of these people who ended up gaining this power rolled with it and gained more power than they really expected them to. It, it, this r- hard right-wing right. uh, caucus ended up getting more uh, getting more power, and now is, what, the House Freedom Caucus? Um, and it's now holding up a lot of legislation in our current House. So uh, it is interesting to see how they work that way, uh, work that into right. this hmm. series as well. And I think it probably happens a lot in politics where... A group of people. I mean, even Luke and the um, the majority leader yeah. saying, you know, getting together and, and making this shutdown um, stop. Their intentions are good, you know, but it very easily could have gone awry had Ella and Red been able to get there to where they've got the best of intentions, you know. So I'm sure, like the Tea Party, you know, and and with the one wears, Gareth had the best intentions of mm-hmm. being able to put out a very controlled clear message that was good and for the greater good and that is not at all what we're seeing happen no not at all so we end with that very theme and that red is coming after luke we don't know where ella stands but she's obviously ticked off she's not happy as well yeah yeah uh, we get to the final scene where you do have the, uh, the kiss between the two, Laurel and Anthony. See, yeah. I liked the kiss. I did not like that he spent the night. Okay. Well, so which just, kiss did you like more? Did you like the Gareth and Laurel kiss, well, or did course. you like the Anthony? Yeah. Of course, I liked the Gareth and Laurel kiss. Just making Same, sure. definitely yeah. Gareth. So, mm-hmm. I mean, of course. Yeah. Um, but no, I just felt like. Come on, you don't need to show both Laurel and Gareth with other people. I thought I think that it was 
I think it was a... Yeah, it was a push. Because it, it didn't need to happen that way, and I think there was a little... It was too coincidental that they showed up in the same bar and that they both had dates, even though... They one weren't was even not really dates. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hmm. Well, one was a date, the other really wasn't a date. But it was, I don't know. Yeah. But as you said, I, benefits, I don't know. <laughs> that might have been the intention in the end, but he still was trying to plant a story in the one wears. That right. was his right. true goal. So, so yeah, mm. so that's, I, 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 the only reason I guess he had to stay the night was because they wanted to leave us with the hook, line, and sinker of is he or isn't he infected? Yeah, yeah, but you also left, again, we left thinking, okay, Gareth ended up sleeping with Misty. Is it only fair for Laurel to end up sleeping with Anthony? But she doesn't know they slept together. No, she so doesn't know, not, but us as know, viewers, is that more fair to us? I don't know. Do you? Let's theorize. If she did not sleep with uh, Anthony, would you have a different feeling and impression of Gareth's interaction with Misty? No. Yeah, to me, I mean, I, I don't really care either way. Like I said, I figured that's something that's going on for a long time and, you know, doesn't make him look that bad. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. 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 I would rather, I mean, this. I would rather see Laurel and Anthony actually date now. Laurel, you know what I mean? Because I, think because I think that's maybe going to happen only if she, only if she confirms whether or not he is not infected. Maybe she dates him to find out. <laughs> yes. That's actually what I think is going to happen is like, she did sort of like him, but I yeah. felt like that was sort of a one and done it kind has of thing. To be temporary. Until like now she's going to be probably wanting to be around him more to like they see. they need a yeah. human whatever. Subject, so yeah. she's probably going to convince him to do it somehow. Yeah, and it raises the stakes for her being this is someone she slept with, and it also just, you know, gives them some sort of way to go without being too obvious. I think that there's a possibility that she tries to lead him into some sort of trap to find out whether or not he is with Gustav and maybe Dexter, Mm. and finds out that he is actually not, and it kind of it creates a, a tension between their own relationship in that she did not trust him being him, possibly. I'm confused now. Mm-hmm. Who are the hymns? I need Anthony. Names. Mm-hmm. I did not, did not confirm that. Anthony, she does not, or Anthony does not trust her anymore in that she tried to, whatever situation she puts him in to find out whether or not he is infected or not, creates some kind of tension in their relationship. Well, of course, it's going to, because you see how Abby reacted to that. The interesting thing is, she now doesn't have somebody, unless a new character is introduced, to impel him to come be scanned. Mm, Because he was the one. Unless they find Stacy. Unless they get Stacy to do it. But what I'm... No, but Stacy doesn't work... For the FBI, like Anthony, oh, oh, they don't oh, have oh, somebody to okay. bring them in with, with yeah, the yeah, code. Yeah, code two sixty. So, I mean, yeah. like, unless they introduce another agent, no, they're to not do have that. an ally to do that. You know what yeah. I mean? So now, like, she's lost her potentially. Mm-hmm. If he's infected, she's lost her her in there, and maybe they end up having to start over. This is in true. that case. So there's there's this so has just, a lot in it. Yeah, we gotta hope for the sake of Washington D.C. that Anthony is not infected. Truly, because it's going yeah. to make it a lot harder. I still like that for them to at least get a human. I mean, they can mm. find a human sample somehow. I, I, they're finding ways. She's already suspecting that Red Wheatus is right. infected, but, but trying you're not to going get to kidnap. Him, yeah, yeah. So that's 
Yeah, you're not. Gonna- I mean, or she'll have to tell Luke. I think you know, and then find a way to get him politically to try to get Red somewhere. You know what I mean? Kind of like he got her out of the whole interrogation thing with Anthony's help. How willing do you think Luke is at this point in time to believe something like this? I don't think he's there quite yet. I think that Luke's going to have to see some more insanity from Ella and Red Wheatus. Because mm-hmm. he was doing the meeting at the same time they were on uh, live TV. So he didn't witness their insanity just yet. And I don't think he's seen like the bulk of this. But I think that's what will motivate him to think something's up. When Laurel calls him, though, after yeah. she reads about it, he does say, you know, like, you'll die when you hear the sound bites. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I mean, true. So, like, he, I mean, granted, he's seen a little bit and knows enough to know, I mean, they're being extreme. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. while they're still shocking, it's kind of like, well, if anybody was going to be that extreme and shocking, it was going to be those two. Uh, but I agree. I still think he's going to have to see see more to believe it. But it'll be interesting to see if Laurel's able to use his office and him in some way to continue the search of who's infected, how they get infected, if there's a way to kind of correct it or if it's just sort of a... You're, you know, once it happens, yeah. you're a goner. A cure, yeah. I guess. You know, is, is there some sort of is cure or... Cure? Uh, which I feel like Dexter, of anybody, would have some insight with yeah. his eradication. Is there a way to undo that? I mean, they do or eat half your down. brain, so I don't know. <laughs> Any yeah. other major predictions for the coming episodes? Your After Buzz TV predictions. Any others? I guess I, at this point in time, I think we've hit quite a few. I I do think that in the next couple of episodes, Red is going to make a move that does reveal him truly as being infected to Laurel. I think she obviously suspects based on the symptoms, but I think there's going to be something more apparent in Mm -hmm. his rhetoric and what he's doing that she might, Mm -hmm. as as we kind of mentioned, bring Luke on board with this concept. Or... Does she bring in Gareth? Does I, she try to test the waters, you know, kind of like throw him a bone and see if he like goes for it as far as if he would believe, if she could really tell him the whole story? I like that. Well, in the previews, it does show her saying, you know, people are being infected by bugs in their brain. But is she saying it tongue in cheek to see what he thinks? Or right. is yeah. it like, yeah. hey, you know... Yeah. You, because I think he's starting to suspect something's up with Red, too. Right. Okay. So, yeah. And I think that's going to come yeah. out with the whole one where is when he's like, this is crazy, they want to build bombs, and he's going to be like, why is that crazy? Let's fund a warehouse for them to build the bombs. Yeah. You know, like, like I could, and, and he's going to, you know, Gareth's going to be like, what do you mean let's get a warehouse to fund the bombs, you know? <laughs> exactly. uh, so be- I definitely, yeah. I, my prediction would be that she does say something to Gareth more tongue-in-cheek to feel it out. Okay. I and like at some point... She has to just trust herself and trust him that he's gonna like give her the benefit of the doubt and like hear the whole thing out and believe her. Uh, which I feel like they did in this episode also build a little bit of that trust because he, you know, he came and told or he told her about the majority leader and Red getting in the fight, and she just he was like, "It's up to you if you want to trust me or not." But yeah. he, he gave her that, and she did end up trusting, and it really worked out in their favor. So, I've got a one. I think that there's a possibility that Gustav, being slightly socially awkward, could <laughs> see somebody who he believes to be infected. Oh my god. Who's gosh. not infected at all, but he ends up 
capturing that person. Yes. I don't want to say imprisoned because then it goes down a darker path, but let's just say he puts them in a situation where... He impels he, them. He, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and there could be some kind of ramifications, but I think that that would be pretty funny. Yep. I could totally see that. Yeah. I could totally see that. Well, it was a great episode four. Uh, we've got episode five next week. Uh, a lot to look forward to. A lot of things happen this week. I am your host, Kevin Ellis. You can find me on Twitter at TheKevinEllis or on Instagram at KevinEllis25. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Cohen, C-O-U-H-E-N. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, so you can find me anywhere at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N, since there is only one. Thank you to Starman, Shireen, Renji, those who commented in our chat room. We always appreciate our live viewers and those who are able to comment in our section. Always know that you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube throughout the week. We will see you next Monday. I am Kevin Ellis. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 